0: The New York Islanders split their two games this weekend, beating the Canadiens and losing to the Maple Leafs, but they are officially eliminated from the playoffs. Also, Islanders Hall of Famer Mike Bossy passing away Friday at the too young age of 65. We'll look back at what made Mike Bossy such a special part of Islanders history. All that and more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, and hope everybody had a good holiday weekend. We had uh, Easter, Passover, and Ramadan all happening at once. So, whatever you're celebrating, hope you enjoyed it. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, feel free to send us an email. The email address lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islander's home and road game. So I'll give you some instant insight and analysis, and it's always great to interact with fans during games and really any time. So lots to discuss on today's show. The Islanders officially eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, Friday they beat the Montreal Canadiens three to nothing, but they end up falling Sunday to the Toronto Maple Leafs by a 4-2 margin with an empty net goal at the end. Uh, you know, it's interesting because I think the Islanders may have even played a better overall game on Sunday than they did on Friday, uh, and yet, obviously, playing better competition on Sunday, and they were unable to get the job done. Uh You know, the the star, obviously, on Friday, without question, was Ilya Sorokin. 44 saves in a game the Islanders were outshot, 44-20. And yet they still managed to find a way to win the game. You had no scoring in the first two periods. And then Zach Parise gets the game winner. Noah Dobson scores. Brock Nelson gets the empty netter and the Islanders escape, and it was an emotional night um, in Montreal. Obviously, earlier that day, the Islanders had learned about Mike Bossy's passing, and Bossy is from Quebec province and and from the Montreal area, so uh, it was emotional there, and we'll have more about Mike Bossy's passing later on in the show. And, you know, the Islanders didn't play their best hockey against Montreal, but they managed to get the job done. And, you know, Carey Price making his season debut after uh, all he's been through off the ice and dealing with his personal problems. So that was a big thing for Montreal. And the Islanders didn't pepper a lot of shots at him. He only faced 19, plus he had the empty net goal at the end. He made 17 saves and Price looked pretty good. The star, by far, was Sorokin. And that was, needless to say, encouraging to see him play so well. And, you know, the other thing I enjoyed, Kiefer Bellows in the lineup again, picked up an assist. That was a plus. And now that the Islanders have been eliminated officially, you gotta hope that Oliver Wallstrom and Kiefer Bellows, and maybe Robin Sallow. Uh, certainly, I would want to see more of Grant Hutton. I want to see more of the younger players getting a chance to show what they can do on the ice. But the Friday game, uh, good win, not the smoothest game. Defensively, the Islanders as a team didn't play exceptionally well, but their goaltending bailed them out. And You come now through to the Sunday game, and we learn that Simeon Varlamov is dealing with an illness. He was not available on Sunday. And it's interesting what the Islanders did. They recalled Kenneth Appleby to be the backup to Ilya Sorokin with Varlamov unavailable. And why did they do that? Well, here's the situation. Bridgeport, the Bridgeport Islanders, are fighting for that last playoff spot in their division in the AHL. And to call up either Jakob Skara or Corey Schneider would leave the Bridgeport Islanders shorthanded in their final four games of the year to this weekend, uh, to this past weekend, to this coming weekend. So in order to avoid that, the Islanders go and call up Kenneth Appleby on an emergency basis. He has spent some of the season in Bridgeport, but most of the season in the East Coast Hockey League, and he backed up Ilya Sorokin on Sunday night. And Sorokin on Sunday, again, played pretty well, 33 saves in 36 shots faced, but uh, overall the Islanders... Played okay on Sunday, but didn't quite have enough to overcome a faster, more talented Toronto Maple Leafs team, even without Austin Matthews being available for Toronto. So we will break down the Sunday game a little bit more, but we'll have that and our Mike Bossy tribute still coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Our next partner has a product I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 because I really hated taking pills and vitamins, and I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great and provided me with all of my needs in one place. Now, I've been taking this now for more than a month and I really love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has a kind of mild tropical taste and I actually look forward to it every morning. So what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of these things, and it's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. And it costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself and you're investing in an all-in-one Kind of nutritional insurance right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition In just one scoop and a cup of water every day that's all you need to do no need for a million different pills and supplements to look after your health and to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and Five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So, last night, the Islanders fall to the Maple Leafs 4-2. And we mentioned the goaltending situation. Sorokin playing again and... Really, he has sort of been the the guy the last four games and, again, facing a lot of shots, 33 saves and 36 shots for Ilya Sorokin. The Islanders defensively started off very well and they were playing a solid game. Anthony Bevilier gets off the schneid. He hadn't scored in 10 games, hadn't had a point. Gets the goal on the power play. It looked good, and the Islanders were up 1-0. Couldn't hold it. Mitch Marner scoring uh, later on in that first period. Then right off the bat in the second period, Bailey gets the unassisted goal. Yeah, it was a fluky kind of goal, but the beautiful thing about it was Bailey went to the net, put the puck on the net, which he doesn't do often enough, which so many players on this team don't do often, often enough. And the result was a 2-1 to Islander lead. But then, you know, the Islanders in the first period did a great job for the first, let's say, 15, 16 minutes of the game of slowing down the Maple Leafs, of not giving them a lot of room to maneuver and to come through the neutral zone with speed. And boy, I mean, they've got so many players who are skilled and talented and can... Put you in a bind if they come through the neutral zone with speed. But eventually, Toronto broke through, and by the second and third period, they had started to get a lot of shots on goal from those high-danger zones. So I don't blame Ilya Sorokin for this loss. Realistically, it was the defense that let the Islanders down. Uh, Sebastian Ajo played instead of Grant Hutton. Uh, Oliver Wallstrom sits. Ross Johnston is in the game. But overall, it was the defense that broke down. Noah Dobson, minus two in this game. Matthew Barzal, again, continuing to struggle. Minus two and just one shot on goal for Barzi. But, you know, the Islanders didn't play badly. They essentially went toe-to-toe with a faster, more talented, deeper team. And... The thing I liked about the game Sunday, even though the Islanders did struggle uh, in the second and and parts of the third on defense, what I liked was that they went toe-to-toe with Toronto and played them evenly for most of the game. So, you know, this was more reminiscent. It wasn't as good as what the Islanders had done, uh, you know, the last couple of years, but at least... You know, you got the feeling if the Islanders and the Maple Leafs played a seven-game series, the Islanders probably wouldn't win it, but they'd go six or seven. And imagine if they, you know, had everybody healthy and and what have you. That would make it even better for the Isles. But, I, I mean, if you look at what this team has done really January on, if they wouldn't have had that big COVID outbreak, I am more convinced that the Islanders would have been in the thick of the hunt for the playoffs this year in the Eastern Conference. And it, it's unfortunate that that is not going to happen. One little note now, uh, you know, Andy Green had six hits to lead the Islanders. Who was second with five? Kiefer Bellows. And that is a good sign to see Kiefer Bellows out there Uh playing kind of a two-way game, and that was important. We talked about Noah Dobson with the minus two. He also had three giveaways in this game, four block shots. That was a plus. Uh, that led the team, but the three giveaways and, and Dobson kind of sloppy in his own zone and, and, and wasn't always strong on the puck. Uh, throughout this game. And, and, and still, you know, for Noah Dobson, it is still a learning experience when it comes to play in his own zone. And it'll take time. But I think playing this year with Zdeno Chara has helped him, and we're seeing more from him as time goes on. Again, Matthew Barzal continuing to struggle and the Islanders need more from barzi if they're going to win more games down the stretch. So, you know, it, it, it's tough when you think about it that this team is officially eliminated. But, you know, we knew. We knew like two, two weeks ago when we figured they had about a 2% mathematical chance, according to computer simulations, of making the playoffs. Once you got to that 2% chance... Every loss made it almost impossible for this team to qualify for the playoffs. And while it is disappointing that they're not going to make it, the 08 8 3 stretch, largely COVID-related, is the main reason they're not going to make the playoffs. And now the burden is on Lula Morello to figure out what he has in some of these younger players. Who needs to, uh, who is going to be a part of this core going forward? Who can be traded, and this team still needs that puck-moving defenseman and a sniper, or at least uh, you know a couple of more quality goal scorers to get them to the next level. If they get those things, there is no reason this team shouldn't be a real contender again next season, assuming that they stay relatively healthy. So no reason for uh, giving up on this team, but there are things that need to be improved upon. We've seen that throughout the season, and hopefully management addresses it in the offseason. The Islanders lost a legend over the weekend, Mike Bossy passing away from lung cancer at the age of 65, We'll look back on the career and the influence and impact of the Islanders' all-time leading goal scorer. that still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. And look, Stanley Cup playoffs are just around the corner. Do you have an upset in mind? Is there a wildcard team you think will beat a division winner? Do you... Have an idea as to who's going to win the Stanley Cup or who's going to win the Conn Smythe Trophy? You can find all the latest odds and info at Bet Online. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Have you tried the puffs? Well, if you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And like all Built Bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, or my personal favorite, the banana cream pie. So good, these are going to be your new favorites. And look, most Bilt Bars contain just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 net carbs, while packing 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy, and I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Bilt.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Friday morning, we uh, woke up to the sad news that Mike Bossie had passed away at the age of 65 from lung cancer. We had known for quite some time that he was ill and uh struggling with cancer, and we knew he had gone home, uh, to be with his family and that things were not looking optimistic. And yet even so, um, Mike Bossy and the impact he had on Islander fans who can remember the dynasty years, and even fans who are too young to remember the dynasty years, but saw Mike Bossy around the Nassau Coliseum and the Barclays Center, uh, interacting with fans and representing the team. Uh, Mike Bossy, just a, a, an all-around special player and, and a good person. Mike Bossy joined the Islanders in 1977-78, 15th overall pick in the 1977 NHL Amateur Draft. The Rangers passed over him twice in that draft. They had two picks before, the Islanders took Bossy, and there were questions as to whether or not Mike Bossy was going to be strong enough physically and good enough defensively to play in the National Hockey League. Well, he answered those questions. In 10 seasons with the New York Islanders, Mike Bossy scored 50 goals or more in nine of those seasons. The only year he didn't top 50 was his final NHL season, 1986-87, He scored 38 goals in just 63 games, missing the other 17 due to injury. As a rookie, he scored 53 goals and had 91 points while just uh, compiling six penalty minutes. And yes, he won the Calder Memorial Trophy as the Rookie of the Year. In 1981-82, he scored 17 goals and 27 points in 19 playoff games as the Islanders won their third Stanley Cup and he won the Conn Smythe Trophy as the top most valuable player in the playoffs. And then in 82-83, 83-84, and 85-86, Mike Bossy winning the Lady Bing Memorial Trophy for gentlemanly play. His best season statistically, 1978-79, when he had 69 goals and 126 points in 80 games, he was the second player in NHL history to score 50 goals in the first 50 games of the season. The only player who did it before Mike Bossy, Maurice the Rocket Richard. That puts you in some pretty elite company. And when the games were on the line and the playoffs were underway, Mike Bossy didn't slow down. 85 goals and 160 points in 129 playoff games. You know, I interviewed a lot of former players and and coaches and broadcasters for my book Ice Wars, but I wanted to read a quote from former Rangers defenseman Chris Katsopoulos. Here's what he said about Mike Bossy. Bossy was a clean pure goal scorer he had a very quick release and his accuracy was uncanny you give him a square inch and he put it there pure goal scorers let it go the quickest he'd make you look stupid and yeah that was mike bossy mike bossy had a very fast release and a very accurate shot and you combine those two things and it is very hard to top the pure goal-scoring ability that Mike Bossy had. And you put him on that line with Brian Trottier, who was a good puck handler and passer, and Clark Gillies, who added that physical element and could also, all three of them, could put the puck in the net. The trio grand line, one of the greatest lines in the history of the National Hockey League, and certainly the best line in the history of the New York Islanders. Bossy was always generous with fans, always interacting with them, spending time talking to them whenever he appeared at the Coliseum or wherever the Islanders were playing home games. And it really is sad to think that in just this year, and we're only in mid-April, we lost Clark Gillies, Jean Potman, and now Mike Bossy all in the span of a few months and you know for me grow who grew up watching these guys it is uh sort of a a loss of part of my childhood to see these players these former players who i you know respected and idolized growing up as a kid and then who i got to interview and speak to and got to know later on as a member of the media uh you know, sometimes you find out that the guys that you were a big fan of growing up, they're just not so nice guys. Well, with Mike Bossy and with Jean Potvin and Clark Gillies, that was never the case. And meeting them in as an adult uh, made me realize how special they were, not just on the ice, but off the ice. So Michael Dean Bossy leaving us too soon at the age of 65. The Montreal native, one of the greatest goal scorers in NHL history and the greatest goal scorer in Islanders history, gone but never forgotten, Mike Bossey was 65. Obviously we are not doing an Islanders birthday of the day uh, because we were discussing the untimely passing of Mike Bossy, but we'll, we'll resume that uh, tomorrow. And also, you know, now we're going to start shifting our attention to what the Islanders have to do to prepare for next season and to maximize the remaining games for this season. So thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Have a great day. Stay safe. And of course, let's go islands.